Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five, the podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts Q and Jay dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. Feel free to yell at your speakers when we ignore your favorites, or you could just tweet at us with your choices, like an adult. Now, let's join Q and Jay in the writer's room as they dive in. Fair warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but at this point, that's really your fault. And now, on with the show. This is the Nick Winter Show, and I do the entertaining, thank you. Let's go out with something really hot for these folks. A big hit out of 77. Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars, give me the Star Wars, don't let them end. Hey, Jay. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. A long time ago, in a podcast far, far away, two That's... idiots talked about Solo. I thought you were doing... Emperor Palpatine for a minute? It kind of sounded like an Emperor Palpatine. No, voice. Emperor Palpatine, yeah. No, I don't know. In the first one. Well, in the first one, or I mean, actually in the prequels, he's, well, you know what? Let's not talk about the prequels. In the older ones, he's like, feel the dark side. <laughs> he's got the, he's got a little bit of evil genius in him. <laughs> he's got to talk like this. Give in to the dark side. <laughs> I like it. He's got a little bit of Mr. Burns in there. Uh-huh. You got you to feel the Mr. Burns, but put him in space. Like Space Burns. Space Burns. Or Star Burns. Ooh. I wish we were talking dun, about Star dun, Burns, because that would have been a great dun, like, dun, little. Dun, 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 dun. Instead, we're just talking about plain old Star Wars. Star Wars, guys. Get ready to talk about Han Solo. And if you like Alden Eldritch Ginson Frensburg. High five. Yay. Should we high five? High five! High five! High five! High five! High five, son! Woo! High five! Don't let me hang it. Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Talking about Star Wars. All podcast long. Yeah. That's what we're that doing. was great. We're the t- end, I guess. That's the that's High Five uh, Podcast that's album our- coming to a Walmart near you. EGOT, bitches! <laughs> EGOT? Yeah. What's that? Uh, EGOT is we're going to win an Emmy, a Grammy, oh. an Oscar, and a Tony. Got it. We're working our way. We're Got in it. the audio medium right now, That's so we true. can definitely get an Emmy yeah. um, for spoken word. For sure. Um, and now- Shatner style. With movie yes, exactly. Rock it, man. <laughs> Eight o'clock flight. <laughs> That's right. I like- all I'm of douchebag. All of your- All of your- all of your voices have a real, like, sinister, whispery tone to them for no reason. Because I don't sound that way, so I have to make myself because sound different. I always thought Shatner was more like, there's something on the, the wing. wing. Like, it's a lot more huh, punchy. And yours is like, there's something on. <laughs> it's a lot more molesty. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know I, Whenever I do a voice, I, I think to myself, how, <laughs> how can I make this sound? How <laughs> would this person seduce me? Right. And that's how. And that's how. So William Shatner is like, thanks for inviting me over. Jay, 
your beard looks great. Hop in my van. <laughs> Is this a fireplace? Would you like to touch the Enterprise? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you sit in the captain's chair. Shatner. Out. I don't hear <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you were about to be like, Shatner. Out. <laughs> Drops the mic yeah. and walks away. That's amazing. Oh, that was awesome. I, I hope we get to do voices this whole episode. Me too. Hey, um, so speaking of voices, what have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not doing, not practicing voices, I'll tell you that. No? Um, I mean, honestly, <laughs> the really the only thing I've been up to is what I told you before we started recording. Tell me again. Is that I fell, I stepped on a mattress and fell sideways off of it and destroyed a cabinet and in the writer's room. died. And no, got really bruised up. That's what that's, So I've been kind of nursing that wound and being busy nice. at work. I did admire your uh, your tenacity when coming to record tonight, even though you are still profusely blue- <laughs> bleeding from bleeding. your... <laughs> you're bleeding. I'm bleeding from my belly. <laughs> from your ears. <laughs> which I'm going to guess is not good. Uh, I didn't notice. Until I got here, but unless, then I was already here. Unless you sometimes just let blood out that way. I do. I have. I build up too much blood, and I, I need a, to I let little, some. Out. I have a little valve back here. It's like the. It's like the boiler in The Shining. Like sure. If I don't turn it, if I'm not the guy from, then Wings, you freeze in a maze at the end. Exactly. Got it. Exactly. Nailed it. I don't know how that works with over, with excess blood, not but not at all. You know what? Well, I will say I am appreciative to you for during your tumble sacrificing your body in order to save the television the that's, that's in, in the writer's, writer's room. room. Yes. You're welcome. I really appreciate that because, to be honest, had you come here today <laughs> and told me that the TV was broken, I would have turned you out. Podcast <laughs> over. And None. Not, I would not like I kicked you out. I would have turned you yeah. out. Like, like, like the, inside like out. A, like a prostitute. Oh. oh, I thought you meant like inside out I would have been like, boy. get on the streets. <laughs> You're a basic. You're making that money back to buy a new TV. You're my new bottom bitch. You fell on a mattress? Well, you're going to do it again. (laughs) This time, put your back on it. I was going to say put your back into it. But But no. There's other things that are going in. Oh, To it. To the mattress? Yes. Got it. Is that how prostitution works? Yes. Yay! You did it. I'm so proud of you. I know a lot of prostitutes. You did it. You did it. I made it. Um. So. Uh, so that's what I've been doing. So you died. So I died. I mean, honestly, over the you know what I've been up to over the weekend. We had um E's birthday party. Yeah, that's right. So uh, that that was fun. I was there. Yeah, you were, and it was it there was, was celebrities. Nick Cage was there. Mountains, Nick Cage comes to every party. Mountains oh, yeah. of cocaine. Mountains. Mountains. Of Bill cocaine. Murray Skype in he did as uh, he normally does he skyped in and then served tequila somewhere else that's right it was very and made us watch it was, it was very upsetting. awkward it was very awkward um my three-year-old did not get the reference but Mm-mm. we just grounded her for it so right. you know what are you gonna she'll do? learn happy birthday bitch <laughs> you'll learn <laughs> you'll learn one day always be ready <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting that egot like that <laughs> you gotta work uh, gotta work for that you guy. You think Whoopi got it easy? She did it. <laughs> she didn't. Yeah, didn't. That's what he said. Uh, did not screamed. Didn't. Did, did didn't. not. <laughs> did notent. So I have not watched anything. I think I Great. might have talked to you last week that we saw Early Man and it's not good. Oh, was it not? It's, it's an Ardman. That's I know. upsetting. It, it, it's got a great cast too. Like um, 
Oh fuck, I can't remember her, her name. <laughs> Such a great cast. No, it's a uh, oh, totally memorable. The, the the girl from Game of Thrones who plays the youngest Stark. I don't. Arya Stark. Yep, got who, it. Who the actress who plays Arya Stark? Is don't in know. It. Um, the guy who played. Uh, oh my god, I can't remember anything. The Theory of Everything. Stephen Perfect. Hawking. Yep. Who was so, the guy who played him? So it had Arya Stark and Stephen Hawking. <laughs> it did. That's this, amazing. This Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne is got in it. it. Tom Hiddleston is the bad guy. Unrecognizable is great. I like how you can't name anybody else, but you're like, give me a case of the Hiddles. I'll yeah. name that all day long. Oh, man, Hiddleston, he's my fave. <laughs> Hiddleston, <laughs> is he Jewish now? Yes. You know Tom Hiddleston, Thomas Hiddleston from the synagogue down the street? He's a nice boy. <laughs> he manages the bank on death. <laughs> um, His you- mother's great. <laughs> Uh, so that was it. We watched that. It wasn't great. It was my least favorite Ardman movie, like way behind Flushed Away, way behind, you know, some of those early Wallace and Gromit. It's- Maisie Williams, by the way. That's Thank the you. Arya Stark. Thank character. you. You're welcome. I, that, that actually makes me feel a lot better. So the cast is, is, is like stacked. The, it's, the story is just kind of dumb. Yeah. So I, eh. I noticed in the trailers, I started to get a little worried when I saw that it was cavemen and the Romans, which is fine. Uh, I mean, not chronologically speaking, because right. that didn't happen. Um, but then it seemed to focus on a soccer game. Yeah, that's the whole plot of this movie. So here, let me explain it to you. And this is why I kind of fell out, fell out of it. Um, so the plot is there are these cavemen who have been living on this island um, okay. for, I guess, eons. Sure. And while the rest of the world is actually in the Iron Age. Got it. And so this, the... The island they live on is the birthplace of soccer. So there are, like, cave drawings on the wall, and they, they just think it's like, they worship these balls. Right. Um, but So the Iron Age... <laughs> they worship balls! Yep. Got it. So the Iron like Age Like every guys, good uh, Ardman movie. Yes. Something Ball about worship. balls. Um, so the Iron Age people come over, they find them, they basically take one of the kids back with them, and he realizes that soccer is a huge game. So in order to save his island, he says, hey, if my people who have never played soccer beat your your all-stars, we get to keep our island. So it kind of turns into Space Jam. (laughs) Everybody get up. It's It's time time to to kick a ball. Got it. Yeah, and so – I love how we're on the same page every time. It's like we say the exact same thing. Ready? One, two, three. Cheese sticks. Got it. Nailed it. Nailed it. (laughs) Um, Wait, okay. One, 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 two, three. Taylor Swift. We said the same thing. I know. Farts and Taylor Swift. Yeah. Same. They mean the same. Synonyms. synonyms. Hey. What are you? Penis. <laughs> we did it. We made it. That's amazing. So Ardman, I wonder what that sounds like in stereo, <laughs> like in, in people's ears as they're listening and they hear just our different frequencies. Like, what we're, are? We're going to find out what that means when someone files a restraining order against <laughs> for us sure. for abusing both of their Don't ears ever at do the that again. Time. Don't ever do that again. So that's uh, what we did. Well, that's what did a, you do? do that's you have a, hold on. Decided? I'm not done with that. That's oh. a weird. That is just a really weird concept for a movie. It is. I don't know at what point, because nothing about that concept, if I was in a pitch room, nothing about that is like... It's like, all right, we've got cavemen, but we want to show them moving into the next century and how their time, you know, they have this precious thing. Right. Uh, so what what should we do? Someone's like, soccer. And they're like, cool, we're British. Nailed it. And that's it. That was the end of it. Did it they call like, it soccer or football? They called it football. Did they? Yeah. Football? I'm, 
No, I think it was football, I believe. Got it. And it's just... That's weird. Hey, know. although I was Tom gonna... Hiddleston is really good as the bad guy. What was that That's movie with the Croods? That was a good movie I liked about the like the oncoming like yeah. change in age from like cavemen to you know whatever came but after. That cavemen. one was like really colorful and it had its own universe. Totally. And ironically enough, Nick Cage is really good in it. Totally. Emma Stone is great. Uh, that one's got Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. which segues to kind of Speaking into, of Ryan Reynolds. But I like the Croods. Honestly, I'm going to go on record. I like most of the DreamWorks movies. They're pretty solid. They're they're dumb. They're not what Pixar is. They're, they don't aspire to be what Pixar is. But sure. if you want, like, fun cartoons. I'll tell you some good movies. How to Train Your Dragon. How to Train Your Dragon Them's is good. is some pretty good movies. I'm going to go. I, I know this isn't everybody's favorite. I really like Megamind. Oh yeah, I like Megamind. With, what, with Will yeah, Ferrell. it's fun. I like that one. Home is bad. The Home one was with bad the, with Jim. Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons, not good. Yeah. Shrek. I mean, it, after Shrek one and two, fine. Are, are okay. They have their issues, sure. but they're okay. But like, f- I think they made like one that was like Shrek Forever. Though there's which like three, obviously they were following the Batman model. There and are three, four. There's a third, nailed it, and a fourth. Yeah, I think it was called Forever. It was Shrek terrible. Forever. Yeah, Get it was like it? Shrek the Third and then Shrek Forever. It was, right. That one is terrible. The one with like Rumpelstiltskin yeah. or something. It was awful. Hilarious. Um, I like the uh, Despicable Me movies. They're fine. The, the Minions, Minions movie was kind of a bummer. It kind of was, but I appreciated the soundtrack. Yeah. Because it was I, a bunch of 70s I rock. really liked Despicable Me 3. The one is with it? Trey Parker? Yeah. I love that. I thought he I was I thought great. that was super funny. And I like that he was like an 80s kid star or whatever. So anyway, all that to say, <sighs> I like DreamWorks movies. And, and really, early man is not as good as The Croods. And really, all that to say, I saw Deadpool 2. And you did. So Ryan Reynolds in The Croods. You saw Deadpool Playing soccer, two. Deadpool 2. Done. Uh, Kevin Bacon. Yep, that's it. Nailed yeah. it. So, okay, you Stuck know I haven't gotten to see Deadpool yet. We talked about this yes. when you were over my house over yep. the weekend. And you know how much I love Deadpool. Yes. And I I desperately want you to tell me everything about it, but yep. I am going to see it. So I want you to give me your honest opinion of it without either ruining it or overhyping it. Okay. Cool, perfect. Easy task, go. Yes. Um, first off, let me say, greatest movie in the history of movies. I like that you're not overhyping it. I appreciate that. I'm keeping that. it subtle. I appreciate that subtle. very much. Now I don't know what to believe because I think that was a exactly. joke. It was you were maybe being facetious. a joke. Um, Did you like it? I liked it better than the first one. Okay. You liked the first one. I really liked the first one. So, great. Cool. Yeah. I thought it was a good sequel. Okay. Good well, job sequeling great. that movie. So, Overall, you really like the first one and you like this one better, so that gives me a good sense. Yep. Let me ask. Yes. I, I don't want any spoilers, but Kay. Josh Brolin as Cable. Yeah. Has he nailed two Marvel performances this um, summer? Sure. Okay. He's, he's fine he's as fine. Cable. Cable is kind of a... Not a fan? No, no, no. Oh. It's good. It's okay. just one of those things where it's kind of like that character. There's not really a lot for that character to do other than kind of like growl be, and be scowl. An yeah. The thing so about it's it- not really a hard. He just needs to look the part. And I will say he fucking nails the look. Really? Like He looks like Cable through and through. But it's not a like that part doesn't ask a lot of him. Okay. Does that make sense? It kind of does. I, I think mean- Thanos had a way more to carry oh, like course. as a role. Well, Infinity War was Thanos' movie. Right. This like, this was much more just 
that he got in shape. He looked perfect as mm. Cable, and it was good. Like, okay. and he he plays a good straight man mm. to Ryan Reynolds. Like, and that's really off the wall character. And that's really when you get to the heart of it, especially from the comics. What the Cable and Deadpool relationship is when it's at its best. Sure, is when they kind of hate each other, but they have to be around each other. Right, and it's just a straight, a, the straightest straight man you could ever have. Sure. And the craziest I will crazy say, you can ever I have. will say that. He did a great Tommy Lee Jones impression in this movie. <laughs> it was very Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones. How was his Stephen Black-esque. Lang impression? Terrible. No, not good. Terrible. No, man. Um, but no, he looked fine. It was one of those things where it's like, this could have been any growly right. middle-aged yeah. dude in shape. You know what I mean? Right. But I love Josh Brolin, so right. sure. Yo, great. I'm great. Glad it was, I'm glad it was this middle-aged white guy who's gotten shape. Totally. Like, But I will give hats off to Ryan Reynolds. He continues to just, this is the character he was born for. I, like, I agree. And even back in the day when I was watching Two Guys, A Girl, in a Pizza Place, I was like, this guy. This guy's going to be it. Deadpool. He's going to be Deadpool twice a day. Yeah, at least twice. <laughs> twice. Well, um, three times. It was very shocking form. that he was not Deadpool in this movie. I know. Yeah, they recast him with Michael Sarah. Now, I did hear, <laughs> uh, aside from the joke, I did hear that Ryan Reynolds does play two characters in this. I heard that, too. Did you not catch it? But I went through some Easter egg like postings after I saw the uh-huh. movie, and I still don't oh, know really? what they're talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. I will I'll say, I'm, I'm thinking they think thought for a while he was a character that makes a legitimate blink and you miss it cameo. I've heard of that one, but it's not him. But it's, it's not him. That's it a is bigger star. Somebody else. Did yeah. you recognize yeah, the blink? Instantly. In the movie I looked over and I was with uh hey H not and nice. uh was like H uh was that this who person? I thought it was? And even she was like, I don't think so like and then you looked no it up and, it totally and then i looked was. up and i was like it totally was <laughs> like i nailed it oh, um did you do you already know who it is i did you know spoil yourself i've heard no i've heard that there's like an a-list super crazy there, cameo that is literally a blink and you there miss that are type of thing. several really yeah well, like there's a couple where you're just like what i okay i'm excited but i will say i'll tell you the real star of this movie well i don't know about the is it the kid star the, the kid. kid from the that uh, kid is is hunt for the uh hunt, hunt for the, the wilder world? people yeah did you ever see that no but it i heard it is awesome sam neil yeah Ooh. but this Great. kid who who played russell in this movie is amazing he's yeah. funny his timing is awesome but he's also like serious i mean he just man crushed i can't it. Oh, i can't and wait. colossus is in this movie a lot, a lot. i hear a like lot. a lot a lot yay and i will say without this is no spoiler there is a very shocking cameo that somehow I don't know how they kept it under wraps, and I will say it is not Wolverine or anything else like that. There is a character that shows up in this movie for like a part in uh-huh. this movie that somehow was never talked about. Wow. Like to the point where I was just like what like <laughs> they did it like in in today's days of like rumors and yeah. and and murmurings of like oh well this person was on set filming this and blah, blah blah i know how they did that but 
I don't know how they kept this character under wraps from that's, being used in this movie. That's crazy. It is crazy. They went like full J.J. Abrams. I will say it is a character as as shocking as if uh, Angel showed back up again. Wow. <laughs> like a real weird side character that you're like, what are you doing in this oh, movie? Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, it's okay. real weird. Well, um, that's great. So, but it's really good. Um, that's exciting. The post-credit scenes are awesome. There was a lot of weird hype about the mid credit scene or whatever. Everybody's like, it's the best in the history of movies. I don't know about all that. <laughs> but you know me. Yeah. Um, It was good. Yeah. It was funny. It's better than most. Mm-hmm. There yeah. It's it's not like a setup. I right. would say it's on par with, I really liked the post-credit scene of the first Deadpool. Like when he's doing oh, the, the, the Ferris Bueller. The Ferris Bueller, yeah. and then he talks about... The fact that Cable's going to be in the next movie, right. he's like, I think we should get Kira Knightley. Yeah. Like, that was really funny. Chica-chica. Part of me, honestly, still kind of hoped that Kira Knightley would be in it. Would be Cable. Like, <laughs> like all of the Josh Brolin casting was just like misdirection, that even the trailer. was funny. And then it just reveals that it's actually Kira Knightley the whole time. Uh, Domino was cool. Mm-hmm. X Force is in this movie. Yeah, I'm excited. That's about been that. all the promotional well, material. Because Terry Crews so is no, in it, and I, yeah. I saw that. Um, that's all no that Twitter uh, comedian. Yeah, that's no spoilers because yeah. all that, all that's in the promotional material. Um, but I did read a thing that said that this is going to be the last Deadpool movie. Yes, because Ryan Reynolds. Well, at least what I read is that Ryan Reynolds says that the It'll way X Force movies exactly from here on the out. way he imagines it is it will be an X Force movie, and then like Deadpool just kind of jump around in the universe. Right. Um. Kind of like he does in the comics. Yeah, but they have some pretty interesting Air uh, X Force characters in this one. Yeah, got, uh, Bill Skarsgård's in this. Oh, really? Uh huh. Who's he play? He plays Zeitgeist. Really? Which he spits acid. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yep. Uh, sh- uh, Shatterstar. Oh, with the swords. With the sto- with like, the swords. I is like in the this. swords. Uh, Domino, of course. Domino, who's great. Uh, Peter. <laughs> is Peter just great? He's just great. I I love that actor, the comedian who plays him, He's Rob Delaney. Totally, so funny. He's funny. Um, his show is great. They have some man. I can't wait. We need to. Can you make me a deal? When that? we um, let's say it right here on air. Once you see this movie, we need to do an episode about this movie. Okay. I'm is fine. that is that fair? Yeah. Let's totally do it because I want to break it down. I want to break it down. I want to talk tomorrow, about it. but I'll try and see it uh, either like over the weekend or sometime next week. Okay. So that would be great. I, I want to see it. I desperately. If you see want, it. let's put it out there. If you want, I've got, I got a movie pass. Oh, I'll movie right. pass you. <laughs> if you want to go see it with me again, and oh, we'll record. Is about movie it. pass? Does that allow you to do the with a friend thing? Have you checked? No, that? I've got two movie passes. Oh, <laughs> so great. I will. Uh, I will talk to A so, and see what our schedule is, yeah, and see, what, I, see what's I, up. See I if I that's a that. thing. Um, but anyway, so we've got to dive into it because yes. we've got a lot to talk about. Because we are talking Star Wars today. now in in the vein of honoring Solo, which comes out today. Um, if you're you know listening to this on Friday, chronologically, um, it came out on a Friday yes. in May of yes. 2018. If yep. you're listening to this in the future or the past, right. And preferably the past. Preferably? Because then you can change some things. You know what? Don't vote for Trump! I hope people are listening to this a long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far Far near. away. Oh. Home. Hmm. Mm. I thought we were on the same Penis. page most of the time. Aww. Damn it! <laughs> something has screwed up the timeline. Oh no, it's predestination! Call Ethan Hawke! 
Um, seriously, though, Star Wars, one of the things that you and I bonded over I, I'm wearing instantaneously. A Star Wars shirt you today. are I am wearing a Star Wars thong today. I like it. I, it's I can, pretty great I can and see very it. comfortable. Because it's all you're wearing. Whale tailing. I love I just it. whale tail all day long. Although it is kind of funny, I do have to be honest. So that's I <laughs> I'll be honest. I love that thong. No, I have worn a Star Wars shirt every day this week. <laughs> the same up. one? No, no. I have like three <laughs> or four different ones. Sure. But I think the people at work don't realize I know I've been doing it. So they're like, so they're like giving me like side eye. I'm like, this is the third Star Wars shirt he's worn. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, I know that I've done that. And they're like, I don't think he knows he's Does, worn. Is everything is he owns all, just Star Wars? Is, is all his shirts, it's Star all Star Wars? Wars. Pretty sure I've seen him wear a Deadpool shirt once. <laughs> one time, once. But wait, was that a Deadpool Star Wars shirt? A Dead Wars shirt? I think it was. Oh, hashtag Dead Wars. Oh, uh, but yeah. So I, I'm excited. Everybody knows that we base our yeah. friends. All of our listeners know that we base friends misses around Star mm-hmm. Wars. Uh, we grew up on Star Wars, uh, and so Star Wars is very near and dear to our heart. Right. And so we are both very, very meh, meh. about Solo. <laughs> yes, and so here, let me put this into perspective. So I am very excited that there is a Star Wars story that I will get to witness. Sure. I am very excited about elements of Solo. Right. I'm excited that the Millennium Falcon is going to be new and white and clean. I'm excited to maybe see the backstory sure. about you know Han getting it and possibly, fingers crossed, doing the Kessel Run. Right. We'll see. I'm very excited about Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian. I think right. it's perfect prequel casting. Sure. And I have heard the droid in this is very good. Yeah. Um, I, I love Chewie. Which, if they continue the trend of uh, out of at what do they call it? What are they calling the, these? The uh, Star Wars stories. Yeah. If they continue the trend of the only other one that exists. That also had a real good robot in it. Right. <laughs> exactly. A K2SO was a, a highlight of Rogue One, I think. Totally. Um uh but so I've heard good things. Sure. And I want I've heard it to be, fine things. Yeah, I want it to be a Star Wars Western, right. which I think we're gonna get. Yep. But there has been there was a lot of behind I want the it scenes. complete with like an Ineo Marcone <laughs> like like <laughs> the good, the bad, and the starry. <laughs> yeah, I'd be so into that. <laughs> A fistful of blue milk. <laughs> that shit. That made me lose my thread. Oh, here we go. Back on train of thought. Uh, solo. So my excitement level is kind of like if a cereal that I really liked, like Cookie Crisp, for example. Interesting example, but I'm going with it. Came out with a Star Wars edition of the cereal that I like. Yeah. That has like a semi-wanting prize in it. <laughs> then I'm kind of like... Nah. Neat. Like I like this thing, and I will probably buy this because it is is in the thing line I like with the thing that I like. But I'm not like super excited about it. I'm just kind of like, like oh, I'm gonna neat. buy this. I'm gonna buy this thing because I was gonna buy this thing anyway. Right. But this is just a version of the thing that I will probably like just as right. much. Doesn't it feel like that? It's like I'm not going you... to the store for Cookie Crisp. Right. But I'm at the store and, and we I need see it. Cookie Crisp. And hey, I like Cookie Crisp and it's a Star Wars box. Yeah. So I'm probably going to buy yeah, it. Yeah, I'll buy this. That's, see, you didn't know where I was going, but that's no, a it worked. really fucking good. It's a very great analogy. And honestly, it plays true 
Because the only reason we're going to see Solo tomorrow is because I got tickets for it for my birthday, which was last week. Even better, the only reason I am going to see Solo tomorrow is because one of our logistics companies provided me yeah. with tickets. So, Not saying that I wouldn't have gone to oh, see I Solo. I totally would have gone I'm to totally see it. I'm totally going to see it. But I probably wouldn't see it opening night. I might have waited a week or so. I would have seen it. Sure. 100% I would have seen it. In the theater. But probably not early. No. I'm not going to like fan events. No. I'm not going out on a special weekday no. night. But I am because it was given to me. Right. Sure. And you know what? I'm excited about exactly. it. Exactly. Because I want to be excited exactly. about it. Just like with I Cookie just, Crisp. You're yeah. like, I mean, I'm not mad about it. I like, get cookies for breakfast. Great. I get to see a movie on a Thursday. Cool. <laughs> like, yeah. But you're not like, I would yeah. cut off my left arm and, to be able to go to this event. And this cereal has Chewy. Exactly. You know? So I'm, I'm fine with it. So, yeah. I, but, I mean, honestly, I would have been much more excited had um, the dudes from Lego Movie Oh, Chris Miller and it. Phil Lord? Yes. I would have been a lot more excited, I think, because I feel like they would have given the movie a really unique tone for the Star Wars universe. And I read something today, as a matter of fact, that said that after estimations are done, they say about 70% of the movie was Ron Howard. That doesn't so surprise me. So about 30% of the original movie remains, right. like story-wise, character-wise, casting-wise, and footage that they had shot right. about 30 percent of it is still uh chris miller and phil lord and about 70 percent now is ron howard i mean that doesn't surprise me too much he got brought in pretty early i mean kathleen kennedy kicked them to the curb fast faster than i was used to sure and honestly i remember you and me talking about it because it shocked us well and i'm still really curious and i'm sure that it will never really be told unless we have one of those cool like death of superman documentaries right. that comes out like right. 20 years we after need this that. movie we, need we that. do need that yeah um but i'm super it'll curious it'll be called oh no solo to know <laughs> that's beautiful thank you it. we need to make that in the future so future listen Q&J from the future. Or make this documentary. And you can play around with the titles. I like also Solo No. <laughs> solo No! <laughs> but it needs to be like, oh. Actually. H. Exclamation point. No, what? I'm, I'm, okay. I retract everything Soul I just no. said. No, no. What? I've got a bad feeling about this. Oh. Holy oh. shit. There's your Star Nailed Wars behind it. the scenes documentary title. That's it. And I, I guarantee within 10 years, someone will do that. Perfect. A, well, a we documentary will. about we the problems behind the scenes at any Star Wars movie called I Have a Bad Feeling. Well, about we told ourselves, I told our future selves just now. And right. as we know, 10 years from now, we'll be listening to nothing but right, our right, own right. podcast. So I, uh, I, isn't it true that like one of the movies, one of the Star Wars movies, Says, I have a bad feeling about this, but it's R2-D2. Because that, that phrase, I, I believe, is in every Star Wars movie. Is I it? I have a bad feeling about this. But I think there's one movie where it's not in there. Fact and, check us, and internet. The, and the director said, oh, yeah, R2-D2 says that at one point. And people were like, ah, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 seriously. Yeah, totally. We I'm just, Ryan Johnson, believe me. <laughs> I don't I'm know. Ryan. It might have been. I'm Ryan Johnson. I made the best Star Wars. Okay. It might have. It might have been. Uh, it might have been him. I don't know. Um. So I'm. I'm nervous. But I'm excited. I. I don't know. It's I, fine. I'm gonna see it. I'll probably like it. Fine. I'm of one of those. So here's the deal. 
as they announced casting, I was like, yep. Yep. Awesome. Into it. Amelia Clark. Love her. Love her. Woody Harrelson. Love it. When when Harrelson got on board, it, it put it up a notch for me, I'll be honest. I the only thing I've seen that main guy in is his name Aldrin. Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich. The only thing I've seen him in is Hail Caesar. And he his character was annoying. He, he was sure. supposed to be annoying. And he was like an annoying cowboy. So when I heard it was him as Solo, I, I, I'll be honest. I'm not too thrilled with the casting of him. I haven't been since, since it was announced. I don't think he really looks like a young Harrison Ford. I don't think he carries himself. Like a young Harrison Ford, everyone says he's does fine in it. But sure, I don't know, I'm nervous. I really am nervous. Um, I I don't know. It was kind of one of those <laughs> things where, like, when I saw him, I was like, "Oh, cool! Yeah, this is gonna be really good." And then I I don't know. The more I looked at him, the more I'm like, "I don't know." Like, your he, face is too wide. He doesn't really look Ford. like Harrison Ford at all. And I'm not saying you need to like go out and cast like a Hollywood lookalike or anything, but like. I don't know. Even yeah. even Joseph, they made Joseph Gordon-Levitt look like Bruce Willis. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and try, that was Ryan Johnson again. Try and make yeah. him look like I mean, Harrison hell, Ford more. Hell, Hayden Christensen looked nearly exactly like that scarred-up nonsense from Return of the Jedi. Right. Darth Vader. <laughs> exactly. He looked exactly like it. Um, Come on, guys. Make an effort. But uh, I don't know. I just, I wasn't... Um, I don't know. Wasn't I just thrilled. wasn't. I wasn't thrilled about it. Well, then that first teaser came out, and Solo wasn't in it at all. It was just his kind of voiceover. Right. And then they realized that that was a terrible idea, so they were re-released another teaser like two weeks later that had a bunch of extra footage and a lot of Han Solo in it. Well, and one of my other like downers about this movie, speaking of the cast that I was really excited about, was um, Michael K. Williams was yeah. originally in this movie. Was he? And then he was cut completely and re- replaced. You didn't hear, you don't remember no. the scandal about this? No, I don't. You know who Michael K Williams yeah, is? Yeah, 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 right? yeah. Michael K Williams in this, he he was uh for I those who this? don't know who Michael K Williams is, he's amazing, but um he was Omar on The Wire and he's Albert Chalky White on Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, yeah. Um he was in this movie cast by Chris Miller and Phil Lord. I think I remember him being And cast, then he but I was forgot about his that. filmed scenes were cut out and his character was recast with Paul Bettany. Oh. I mean I like Paul Bettany but Ooh. Oh, come on Ron Howard. Yeah. So, um he's actually talked pretty candidly about how it feels to be recast while you've already filmed yeah, parts it's not for like, a Star Wars. It's not like they it's not like offered the part to him, and then he's like, yeah. And then they're like, you know what? We're actually not going to go with this role anymore. Yeah, it's not like the character isn't in the movie. Right. Like, it's just someone else. Now you're going to be a white guy. Paul Bentley. Ah. Um, so that's kind of weird. Also, like, I didn't know, and this may be thinking way too deep in it, but Michael K. Williams, one of his things um, about his look is he has this really prominent scar mm-hmm. from like forehead across his cheek, yeah. just like really prominent, very kind of. It um, helps make him be the badass in most things. Right, very good. Right. Um, but then when like they the started, of, they started fine. releasing pictures of Paul Bettany, and he's got makeup scars all across his face. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did that. That's exactly the face. People know. can't see it because we're doing a podcast. Uh, but the face that you're making, which is this kind of like, maybe. It's like when someone says something really offensive about the boss wife, not knowing that they're both there. Right. And everyone's kind of like, oh. This is uncomfortable. It's like, listen, I know you're trying to do the thing, but the way this – just this looks real bad. Let's just put it that. Let's put it that way. I don't know if you did it maliciously, but it looks pretty bad. Right. Um, now, here's the thing. I know a bunch of people will probably hop on here and be like, well, technically it's a different part, blah, 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 blah. It's not. Like <laughs> it's yes, I think they call the character something different. But like the role he but plays. But the, in the role story. in the story is the same. Wow. Like so, it's one of those changes that also just makes you wonder. Like, was what? that necessary? What like, was, why? What was you doing? Right. Like, what happened? What <laughs> you know was, what I mean? What was, Did Ron Howard come on? And he's like, you know what? I just fucking hate Michael K. Williams. <laughs> like, I love. It. I'm Ron Howard, but I fucking can't stand this guy. <laughs> The night off, not very good, you see. <laughs> right? Like it was, it was weird. So I don't know, but so crazy, that was crazy. Called me. I know, like the wire. That's why uh, I was super stoked for the casting. Yeah. So, so that happened, and the Phil, Phil Lord and Chris Miller thing happened, and then I, I just got this really bad taste in my mouth yeah. about the movie. And then I'm like, oh god, like this production seems like it's in trouble. Like, well, and then they moved it. Like, it's also weird to me that it's not coming out. In the winter, it's a summer release, like, and and I know summer releases can be big, and you know, but I'm that's sh- not Star Wars. Time. Yeah, Star Wars has been summer has been traditionally winter. well since they've since they've brought yeah. it back. It's been a traditionally winter release, and yeah, even so. even Rogue One yeah. was well. That's it's that's how they've been doing it. Is Force Awakens, Rogue One, The Last Jedi, Solo, the last of the mo- the trilogy, last of the Mohicans. Yeah, the last of the Mohicans. Uh, Revenge of the Mohicans. Yep. Um, or so, Rise of the Mohicans. So we're gonna go the better part of a total year without another Star without Wars another movie. Star the, Wars movie. The next canon film is Episode Nine. It and that's not coming out until till win, winter, winter of, of twenty nineteen. Right of twenty nineteen. See, see that's another thing. So it felt like they moved it up so they could get better play. And, but I don't know if you've been watching too. I think Disney's making Disney's making money moves on other mm. things to reference Cardi B. Um, as I like to do Hi. on every episode. I wish you never had done that. <laughs> um, but I take great offense at that. That good, excellent. Um, so Disney is launching a streaming service. Yeah, well, I mean, they bought Hulu. Well, they gonna, bought a big stake in Hulu, but they're right, actually launching, launching their a own. proprietary yeah. streaming service. Um, and they have hired John Favreau to do a live action Star Wars television series that is going to oh, be Oh yeah, I did hear that. That is going yeah. to be on their streaming service. I'd like actually it's do, be, I did hear that. Um and it's going to take I think they confirmed that it's going to take place in between the prequel trilogy and or no, excuse me, it's going to take place after episode uh 6. Yeah. Yes, yes, no, I did I did hear that. Um, but I wonder it's not going to be about the Skywalker clan. Like it's going to mm-hmm. be no. But I've heard I've heard tell that stories. they're talking talking about it airing in 2019. Hmm. So I'm kind of wondering if they're like, well, we got other yeah. Star Wars avenues coming out. So maybe we maybe we want to clear the slate so that it's not taking away from Solo and it's not taking away from Episode Nine. We can have a nice launch of that series. Right. Which Put it right in the middle, which will be the first ever live yeah. action star wars that wasn't a movie 
Which you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, if you count like the Christmas special as the, a TV show, oh TV yeah, show thing. So what is it? Life Day with the yeah, Wookies? Exactly. So uh, that one. But anyway, I I see what you mean, and then and yes, I wonder because I also know that Ryan Johnson got um you know his own trilogy basically that's sure. not related to the canon nine. Yeah. And um, they and uh, so did uh, I think Favreau did too. I he think did? I thought, got, I thought that was just a I show. think he's doing the TV series. And I thought there was an, another movie series. Like, he's doing Damn, another series. John looking good with Disney. Well, he's in good since he he knocked Iron Man. I mean, he, he started. He's the reason that we have Infinity War. Right. Like, he's happy. Right. And not just, like, his character name. Like, he's happy because he is rich. Disney loves Favreau like they love Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, you man. know what I'm saying? They are all about They're all those up. dudes. They're you know like, what? cool, whatever. Disney, you Disney, want to do Lion King, John Favreau? You got it. Disney loves John Favreau as much as 2018 loves The Rock. <laughs> that is true, because yeah. this is a good year for him. This has been a good year for him. He is having a great now, year. some of his movies not so great, but I mean, like, Jumanji did real well. Yeah, the next um, one's going to be great. Jumanji Welcome 3, The Jungle. <laughs> Uh, That's how that works, right? Uh, no. No, no, got no, it. No, no, no. Um, Jumanji 3. Jumanji 3. Yeah, but with like the 3 still it's in the 3. Still backwards. Right. It's inside For the no eye reason. somehow. <laughs> it's the dot on the eye. Right. Oh, weird. Um, so he did that. He got that skyscraper movie coming out. Yep. Had Rampage. Yep. Um, did Baywatch last yeah. year. You know what he's filming right now? No, I don't. Uh, what is it? Jungle Cruise for Disney. Is that like uh, they're making a live action Jungle Cruise movie? Seriously? Yeah, that's not a joke. He's actually filming it right now. So he he went from I the follow race his to social which, media the race to which mountain to Jungle Cruise. Yep. Nice. Yep. Nice. Way to go, yep, the yep. Rock. He's actually been uh, he's been courting doing the Jungle Cruise movie for a while now. Like that was a movie that he pitched to Disney. Hopefully, it's as good as Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. I uh, it could. I mean, I don't know how it could be to reach those heights. I mean, you know, dream know. a little dream, but don't fly too close to the sun, Icarus. You or know your what I wings mean? will melt. Right. That's how the rest you know, of it goes. I combined goes. multiple sayings. You did. You, you did. You said one thing, so mine is more <laughs> impressive. <laughs> mine is more impressive because I had different references. Uh, but, like uh, a quilt. Exactly. Of pop culture. A pastiche, if you will. If you um, will. I won't, but if you will. <laughs> but if, if everyone <laughs> will. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Star Wars is in like a really interesting but kind of weird place right now. Okay, can I be 100% honest? I would prefer about... you only be 97% honest. Okay, I will honest. be 96.5% honest. Perfect. I grew up adoring Star Wars. I think you know this. Yeah. Like, I've shown you pictures of the, the room I had growing up where I had the Star Wars like, totally. toys set up in the vignettes. You still? I... You mean your living room that you <laughs> showed me a few minutes ago? Um. I had, you know, I read the extended universe books. Yeah. I, I loved Star Wars. I could name, like, in my prime yeah. when I was, you know, uh, 12 and ignored by girls. Sure. I could. You Instead could, of 30 plus and ignored and by girls? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Got it. Uh, you could pause the Moss Eisley Cantina scene in any moment, and I could name every character Love in the Cantina. Love it. Like, I can't do that now, obviously, Love but I, I could. That's how great. I was. That's how awesome I was. Man, you were the coolest. I was. Um, You're like the last starfighter. I just, oh man, I was beating him off with a stick. 
Star Fox. Beating herself off with a stick. <laughs> because I was so lonely. <laughs> so and I love Star her Wars. Her name was Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara the stick. Uh, Barkra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, her name was Willow. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. And a Ron Howard reference. <laughs> what? How? That's amazing. Amazing. Her name was Dogwood. <laughs> Dogwood. Cherry Blossom. Which is welcome to Tree Talk. <laughs> her name With was Q and J. Her name was Amber. That one works. Does it? Amber comes from trees, <laughs> doesn't it? Why not? Her name was Oak. <laughs> Her name was Branchy. <laughs> Branchy. <laughs> I was going to name things in trees. Her uh, name it. was Acorn Head. I'm leafing. <laughs> Her name was Squirrel Turds. Uh, all right. We've, all right. We've gone off the reservation. Her name was Reservation. <laughs> Okay, so do you even remember what you were saying? I was okay. I was saying that I loved Star Wars. I grew up loving Star Wars. The prequels hurt. They sure. kind of turned me a little bit against it. To the dark side, a little bit. And I kind of ignored Star Wars after that until The Force Awakens. Right. The Force Awakens reignited my passion for Star Wars, and I loved it yet again. It awakened the Force. It awakened the Force in me. But since The Force Awakens, and, and you know and the listeners know that I actually did really enjoy Last Jedi. We're not going to get into that right now. But <laughs> Star Wars now is everywhere to a degree where I'm kind of sick of it. Sure. You're having Star Wars fatigue. I am. And it makes me mad that that's happening because I, I want that passion that I had. I want to be super excited about Solo. I want to desperately see Episode Nine, But I'm kind of getting sick Here's of it. the problem. Not everything is a superhero. And the superhero genre, people are also expressing fatigue over. But the one thing that the superhero genre has is still a plethora of beloved characters who have never been seen on screen before. Exactly. So even if they only squeak out one movie out of it, People will go to see it just to see someone put on the costume that they of saw. Ant-Man. Exactly. Yeah. And if it does well, they'll get another one. Exactly. With Star Wars, while I know people who are screaming at their earbuds right now, while I know it is a very large sandbox, it is all kind of the same sandbox. It kind of well because we're not getting movies about Wookiee characters and Kashyyyk. Right. We're not getting stories about... The Twi'lek Uprising. Right. We're not getting stories about the bounty hunters, like IG-88. Right. We're not getting those. We're getting humanoid, canon-esque Star Wars stories. Which brings up a really good point. So I was talking to a coworker, an intern, mm. who... who um was talking to me. I don't know why. Because They're not allowed to do that. He had some... Oh, oh, nice. Um, but we were talking about uh, Solo, as a matter of fact, because right. several of my coworkers went to a screening earlier in the week, and um, they said it was fine. Yeah. Pretty and much what we're expecting to think of it. I hope it's good. I want to like it. Sure. And it, so then it got us talking, well, what do you think about the other non-in-the-Skywalker story right. one, such as Rogue One, was? And I expressed that I enjoyed it. Yeah, I both went, you and I, we we saw it on a friend's miss. Thought it was good. It we was very more, much enjoyed. I it. was of that ilk that um, claimed that they felt like it made a new hope even better. It kind I, of gave stakes yeah. 
to A New Hope. And we didn't mind the CGI faces as much as some other people. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, but he responded after my my statement of that with, so why did you like Rogue One? And then he like ripped it apart. <laughs> yeah, and then he kind of ripped it apart. And some of the points that he made were pretty good, but he brought up a point that you just kind of said, which was, cool, we get another white lead humanoid right. character. Like, uh, we're glad it's a girl. Great. Neat. You know, pe- pass the Bechtel test. But you still right. have uh, Princess Leia, or right. General Leia Organa now, um, who, so that's already been seen. Right. You know? Laura Dern had a kick-ass role in right. Last Jedi, but that was after Rogue Give One. another species right. a lead. Like, give them anything. Yeah. And so he was like, that was kind of a bummer. And, well, and you brought that up to me beforehand, and I, it kind of hit me that I didn't really think of it before. It's like, yeah, they have a droid in their group. Sure. But there's no, like, Wookiee. There's no, um, you know, Jar Jar Pinks, for lack of a better no, example. they're like, all humans. Yeah. Like, they're all humanoid. And Star Wars is predicated on one of the reasons I loved it so much growing up is because of the vastness of the universe. For all the shit that I'll give George Lucas. Sure. And for all the shit that he deserves to get. Totally. Um, let me, I, I don't exalt the man. He created a wonderfully rich and expansive universe. universe. Sure. And that's one of the biggest appeals to me about Star Wars. It's the planets, the cities, the species, how things interact, the idea of, well, we now have space travel. What does that do? Sure. Well, and, like, you know, that Valerian I, tried to take this idea, yeah. but it shit all over it. Right. Well, I will say um, one of my favorite parts of – uh, Force Awakens was Maz, was Maz Kanata. Mm-hmm. I liked her character. She's great. Played by Lupita Nyong'o. And she's awesome. And there again, Lupita Nyong'o killing it in a, another set of Disney movies. Exactly. Man, she's so good. But it's one of those things she's where gonna it was like... She's going to be in the new Jordan Peele movie. I would have loved to see more like a yeah. character like that take a lead. You know yeah. what I mean? Or even a prominent role. Right. You know what I mean? And Man, just give to, me a Maz Kanata movie. Uh, sure. I'd watch it. But I'm just saying like it it is kind of a bummer. And so once he said that it's kind of one of those things where like when somebody points something else that out that you didn't notice, right. but now I can't unsee it. You right. know what I mean? Like now I'm like, well shit. It's like they had a lot of different races, which good on you. Great sure. great job Rogue One. A lot of different human actor races. Sure. But throw in an alien, throw in, give. That's kind of what gives this this world right. its richness. And if you're got, and like, why are the aliens confined to the CD bars? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't get to see them like well, out in battle or doing crazy stuff. I was about to say, you do get to see them in Last Jedi in a casino. <laughs> that is true. So at least in that a regard, really rich CD bar. Yeah, a very rich CD bar. Um, and I mean, I know in Rogue One you get a couple of um, they had a couple of gunners or something that were aliens. Sure, but, but I mean, like in the original one when they're doing Red Leader, Red Seven, it's like Red Eight. It's like exactly like you have You've those got, characters. Uh, noob Noob or Panub yeah. Nub or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, unless you call him Nub 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 Nub, and he's Lando's co-pilot. Exactly. Admiral Akbar leads an entire ship of fish people. But where are those guys yeah, in this exactly. movie? Where are those guys in the solo promos? Where are those guys in The Last Jedi even? Like Yeah. We're milking a lot of things in The Last Jedi, and he's got some like birdie uh Hiro Mirazaki like servants on the island. Sure. But there's not like a you're right, there's not like a prominent lead. Um 
because everybody else is like we're focusing on a lot of the main characters right. and so, the ones that we introduce are Chinese women. I would have genuinely liked mm-hmm. to see that. That's and I think if 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 Star Wars and Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm were to lean into that, it might help with the Star Wars fatigue. Yeah. Because it gives you something new, something fresh that you're not used to seeing, and right. that's what's exciting. That same reason that you want to see these costumes right. you haven't seen on the screen is because it's fresh. Well, and and, and it I'll, feels fresh. On the flip side of that, and I'll take a different stance, and actually, I'll agree with you, but take a different stance sure. because I think part of my Star Wars fatigue is just that it's everywhere, and it is like that same type of story, like you mentioned, but. On the flip side is I don't want more Star Wars stuff. I just want – give me one movie a year, and I'm right. okay with that. But the fact is that it's such a moneymaker. You've know, you got to have five animated shows. You've got to do shorts on Disney Channel. You've got right. to have kids' books and a comic series. You've got to do you know vignettes before other movies. You've got to sure. have an online series. You've got to have Jon Favreau do a TV show. It's, it's that that's causing my fatigue. It's that I can't – turn around without seeing Star Wars on a Chips Ahoy box or something. Right. And sure. It's like, I loved this when it was sort of a contained thing and I could experience it in good bursts. Sure. But now there's just so, so you, much of it. So are you feeling like then, so Star Wars is like a really rich cake that you're like, that was, I really like eating it, but I don't want it but for I every meal. I kind of want it just for dessert every now and then. Right. And it's not that I don't like Star Wars. Basically what I've done Not that I don't want cake. is I've turned I've just put on my blinders and I'm really only paying attention to the major theatrical releases. Sure. You know, I'm not paying attention. I I, I haven't watched Rebels. I know people like it. I haven't watched The Clone Wars. I know people who like that too. I haven't watched any of the shorts. I I know people who enjoy those things, but I've put on blinders to say I'm only going to care about these tentpole releases. Sure. And that's kind of where I'm living, and I'm excited about those tentpole releases. Although I will say I am of the ilk. I really enjoyed Star Wars Rebels. See, and that's the thing. I don't have any problem with Rebels. It's good stuff. I just have no intention of ever watching it until some of this dies down. Sure. And I want to fix. I don't know that you're Star ever going to get that. Jay. I know. I this I'm, the Disney it's, machine has got this baby rolling and, for years to come. It's going to go until I can't see things anymore. Exactly. Like until I have robot eyes. You're like I don't want to watch. Right. And I can filter out Star Wars stuff <laughs> Shut with off. my robot Very eyes. Very like Black Mirror. Everything Ooh. just like goes white. That would be like if my eyes were controlled by an app on my phone yeah. or my watch at that point yeah. in time. It's like I don't want to see uh, Star Wars They're stuff. made by Apple. They're just called eye eyes. Yeah. <laughs> They're just called eyes. Eyes. <laughs> and it's like I don't want to see Taylor Swift stuff and I don't want to see Star Wars stuff. And it just filters that out oh. of your view. Man, I just got the perfect future tagline for that. They're called Eyes, right? Yeah. And their slogan is, we're the apple of your eyes. Oh, high five. Nailed it. That was fantastic. I'm trademarking it right here on this episode. (laughs) So when Apple goes to do this 40 years from now, (laughs) I own the rights to this. Poor man's trademark. Of your eyes. You owe me a big ass cut, Apple. (laughs) Podcast trademark. (laughs) That's how it works. Dated. That stamped. Delivered. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. Paycheck. Wow. <laughs> we really started that at the exact same we did. time. That was perfect. That was kind of amazing. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, so we've talked a lot about Star Wars. Right, we have. We've talked about a lot a lot about characters, what types of characters we would like to see. Right. 
We've talked about uh, our anticipation and non-anticipation of some movies. <laughs> um, I am excited. I will put on record. I am excited that Abrams is coming back for episode nine. I'm really excited, and I know you said we're not going to talk about it, and we don't have to get in depth about it. I was of the ilk that did not like The Last Jedi. I know you really I'm, liked The Last and now Jedi. I'm, I, I will not say it's the best, but I am in the ilk that has it pretty high on my sure. list. Um, so I am stoked that yeah. the guy who made the last good Star Wars movie, in my opinion, right. is coming, coming back, back again to close it out. And that it's not the guy who did The Book of Henry. Exactly. <laughs> that was a Thank big. That was a big. God. That was a bullet. Bullet we dodge. Although, did you hear? He will be doing Jurassic World three. Right, but that's so weird to me too. Have you seen? And this is off of Star Wars. Have you seen any of the early stuff about uh, about um, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, wherever the Bayonia movie? I heard it's real good. That's what I'm saying. People are praising Bayonia for like making this fantastic film. Yeah, it's like. Bring him back. Yeah, apparently he didn't want to do it. No, oh, man. He just like, you know what? I'm, he was I'm, like one and I'm done. He was like, this. I did a big temple movie and I'm into it and this was fun, but I'm done playing in the sandbox. So moving on to other things that I want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so we've got, so uh, what did I say? You said we were, we were actually talking about Star Wars and then we moved over to Jurassic Park. Yes. And we were making fun of Colin Trevorrow and his movie Book of uh, Book of Henry, which both of us liked Jurassic World and both of us liked uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. But man, Book of Henry was so bad that he just doesn't have favor. Hey. Hey. You know what time it is. It's time. Speaking of Jurassic World, it's time for, for the Marsden, Marsden Minute. Jason Marsden. Jason Marsden. In a minute. Jason Marsden. In a minute. Jason Marsden. Dash daring. Courageous and caring. Faithful and friendly. With stories to share. Jay. In a minute. I am so excited. I am. About Jason Marsden and what he's got going on. Have you we been... are creeping closer and closer to his official filming date, which I think is June 6th. All right. For his of the Mars show. Variety Show, and I'm super pumped. I don't know. Did you did you watch his Instagram video the other day about all the sparkles that were in his? I chest did. Hair? That was, was from apparently a illustrious. a uh, a hippie concert. Yeah, uh, if you will, Lollapalooza. It's not that <laughs> a Lollapalooza. It's a fire festival. He went to the fire festival, but he was months, months late. So <laughs> and it turns only, out it was amazing. He was the only one on the island. People were throwing glitter at him. They and loved it. Somehow Coldplay performed. Exactly. I don't know. Um, Dave Matthews Band performed without their violinist. But I've oh! been watching the. I've been watching the uh, his Instagram for oh, yeah. the Mars Variety Show. Oh wait, are you talking about his at Mars or his at? Mars Presents. At Mars Presents. That's a, that's a good one. And today, as a matter of fact, the day we were recording this, he launched some f- pre-production photos, like some pre-visualizations. Oh, I miss those. Of, and character designs of some things that are going to be happening in the Mars Variety Show. That's exciting. And all I need to say is puppets. Yay, puppets. There's going to be puppets. Like well, some Muppet-styles puppets. There has to be puppets. Some Muppet puppets. Some Marsden puppets. puppets. And uh, and probably no goofies, which is fine. 
because this is its own Ooh, thing. Oh, man, I will tell you what, though. If Jason Marsden comes out and belts out a Powerline song, <laughs> I will brick in my pants. I will also brick in your pants. I know. I feel I know. it. I feel it in my bones. Gross. So I'm real excited for what Mars is doing. We, of course, love him on High Five the Podcast. Uh, we would and love you to might have that, him on High Five the Podcast. And, and people listening at this point might think that he has something to do with he our show. He is 100% paying us. Or, or that he's paying us. This is legit. Is. Just, yes, he is totally paying us to say. Do you know how much we get paid? It's a sickening amount. If you I, knew, I, I don't $200 think... million dollars a mention. That's it. Jason Marsden? $200 million. You just banked us $200 million. I Ready? Here I go. It. I'm going to do it again. You ready? Jason Marsden. Oh, <laughs> my Tesla's in the mail. I didn't know if you know this. I didn't know this because I haven't seen a fucking dime. Because I've put it all in my bank account. Why? Because I'm me and smarter than you. <laughs> ah, Jason Marsden. <laughs> Uh, but no, seriously, we love Jason Marsden. We're super excited about what we you're are. doing. We think it's cool. Hey, also, thanks for the feedback on the show. He's been reaching out to us, talking about episodes that he's enjoyed. And telling because us guess which, what? And telling us which list he doesn't like. Our Marsden Minute is working. <laughs> he's at least listening. Yeah. Step two, kidnapping. We're going to go. Okay, I don't know anyone who has seen Celtic Pride. Hold on. Kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play it again. Kidnapping. Just, wait, hold on. You ready? Kidnapping. Wait. Wait. Penis. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, Celtic Pride. <laughs> Celtic Pride. Uh huh. That's it. That's all, that's all. Great. I don't know that if you've seen with, Celtic Pride movie or not. With Dan Aykroyd and one of the Wayans. Sure. There we go. Got it. Just like Dan Aykroyd, Daniel Stern, and, Jason Marsden, and one of the one of the Wayans brothers. Right. Jason Marsden's probably not in that, and, but he's gonna live it when we capture him and, and tie him up in my whoa, house. Whoa! 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 Huh? Whoa! Wait, what? That's not at all what we're doing. I said kidnapping, but meaning Jason Marsden wants to kidnap us. I am glad you said something. This got real uncomfortable. I need to go. You're going to gonna have to have a talk. I need to go to my car. Okay. And we're back. Star to the Wars, nothing but Star Wars. Not talking about kidnapping Jason Marsden. Just stars. Yeah. All right, so, so Star Wars. Yes, we are. We're uh, back so to Star Wars. I think we're at an appropriate time to bust out our list. Now, okay. you and I went back and forth on what a list, a Star Wars related list should be. Right. And so, obviously, the first ones that came to mind was like, hey, let's just rank all the movies. Meh. But, man, we're not going to do that. And honestly, you and I wouldn't agree because I would put Last Jedi way higher than you and would. And then you would be wrong. And, so, and, I would hate that for and you. And then the internet would get mad at you. And I just don't, we don't want any of that. Then we exactly. were like, you know what? What about characters? Because that's fun. That is fun. You know, we could talk about Boba Fett. I love me some Boba Fett. Sure. Got a pop vinyl of him on my desk at work. And I'm not saying that we can't do characters down the road. That could totally be fun. But I thought, let's do something real weird. Something that people are just clamoring for a list of. You know, people are tweeting at us about this. People are tweeting at Jason Marsden about this. I don't know why. They should be tweeting their their reviews about Feel Pretty. Jason Marsden. On Twitter. But... But you actually had this idea, and I really liked it, especially with the justification that you told me. Sure. Do you want to justify it to the listeners the totally. way you justified it so to me? So I pitched it to you as, let's do top five Star Wars locations. Yeah. Now, that can be a planet or a swamp inhabited by a little green man. Sure. 
on a specific planet. Um, and kind of my justification for doing that was because there's a lot of interest and weird things mm. that go on in these places. And for me, that's kind of one of the things that sucked me into Star Wars right. the most is the world building. It's like, I just want to step foot into one of these places. Right. Like, I just want to be there. And thank you, Disney, for paying us $300 million, $100 million more than Jason Marsden to promote Galaxy's Edge opening next year. We got to go. In the summer. We got to go. We're going. <laughs> in the summer at Disneyland and announced in the late fall or early winter. Have you seen the pictures for- of the yeah, build? Hell yeah. It looks amazing. It looks amazing. It looks so amazing. It's going to be a different like world. Yeah, it's going to be Galaxy's <laughs> Edge. It's going to be a fully immersive. Now, they're saying this will be the world's first like really fully immersive interactive theme I park can't wait. area. And there's really no better world to do that with than right. Star Wars. Well, and I remember when we were talking about it, the way that you kind of explained it, you were like, Star Wars never gets the credit that it deserves for the worlds that it builds and for the people and for the species and for the things that it does outside of the mythical hero's journey sure. story. And and I think that's a really good point because the more and more you do think about it, they have crafted an amazing universe and honestly with my list i a lot of times i'll come with a list of my already top five sure i just started listing out places and events and locales and shit that i liked from star wars because i don't know it's tough but one of the things i do appreciate and it kind of makes it easier is a lot of times the planet is represented by the place that we see so oh like in the swamp you exactly. just assume the rest of the swamp, the rest is of the planet like is that, that swamp, or Coruscant. Sure, you, know, you only see parts of the city, but you know the whole planet is a city. Exactly. And so, but then you have places like Tatooine that has a lot, you know, open landscapes, has farms, it also has Mos Eisley and a cantina in it. Sure. So Tatooine actually has some some diversity to it. Actually, has some regions, and Jakku's kind of the same way. Actually, Jakku and Tatooine are kind of the same. Um, they're basically the same planet kind of, but I mean, then again, that, that gets into the thing, the issues that people kind of had with, uh, force awakens, which, you know, who cares if it was a little derivative of a new hope, it reawakened the love and the story and it did it right. Sure. So fuck everybody. (laughs) So fuck everybody. But anyway, so should we go through like the places that yeah. we would have on these lists? Sure. What do you have? Like what places I've mentioned? A lot, uh, so but... I'm going to throw one out there just okay. right off the top because it's one of my most memorable. You ready for this? Yes. Sarlacc pit. Nice. That is a cool location that has been burned into my head. Yeah. From childhood. Now I'm not, I'm talking about OG Sarlacc pit. I'm even fine with little CGI tentacle, little tentacles, little CGI Sarlacc pit. I'm okay with a little tentacles. I loved the concept of what the Sarlacc pit was. Was that it was this creature that lived that was basically buried in the, but that you would digest over like a hundred years. Right. And I was like, what a terrible fucking way to die. Well, and then you know, I loved the whole. I mean, the whole scene there is one of my favorite scenes from Return of the Jedi. Sure. With you know Luke with the green lightsaber, the black outfit. It's the first time you actually see him as a Jedi. He does Jedi. that cool like jump off of the so plank great. and then like bounce back and up. And then the floating ships. It's just everything about that scene is great. And yeah. I actually I love that. 
Uh, one I would add to uh-huh. that. I, I, we're not coming on the list yet, sure. but one I would add and definitely want to talk about is regardless of the movie's problems, uh-huh. Scarif. Yeah. From Rogue One. Yeah. There was something about that beach planet that seemed completely new. I for will the agree. Star Wars I think it's because um, you've well, it's new because you've never seen a battle or anything take exactly. place on a beach. And it was, so, but those scenes were shot so well. Yeah, like no. it was such a beautiful location. I loved the the um, the force field sure. around the planet. I thought sure. that was a cool idea with the, just the entryway door. Yep. Um, which also led to one of the coolest scenes of the battering ram, totally pushing into, into the it. into the gate. Oh, I loved everything about that scarif stuff. So I, that for me is, is I'll is throw one there. of my favorites too. And I know people tend to shit on these characters a lot, but I, the fucking uh, Ewok village on Endor. Oh, I would love to. Like, I visit want that. to explore those tree houses so bad. You know what? Those those Ewoks could make so much money, and they're always playing by, music like and like Airbnb dancing around. I'm into it. Yeah, and they're like braiding my hair and shit. Yep, it's awesome. Into it. Want to be there? Want to go to there? I actually have indoor. On, what is it? What's that song? Wub nub. Wub nub. Yeah. Yep. I I have indoor on my list as well. Perfect. Um. And you you can't forget those live action badass movies Battle for Endor. Those made for TV <laughs> with um, with Wilford Brimley. With Wilford Brimley. <laughs> you and your big rabbit creature. God must come with the body of God. Diabetes. Diabetes tested supply. God God damn it with your rabbits and the diabetes. I don't know if you've ever said no, that. That is not at all how he sounds. I was in cocoon. <laughs> I was old, then I got horny. <laughs> That's Di- what happened. Diabetes. Cocoon. Um, okay, one for me that I don't know where on the top five list it is, mm-hmm. but it has to be there, Okay, is Bespin Cloud City. Well, yeah, that's on my list, too. It has to be yeah, Bespin. on there. Yep. And, and honestly, this is the one time I'll say this, Yeah. but Bespin Cloud City... From the from the special editions from the special editions when they did the cool like windows in the hallways yep. that they're walking down and you can actually see that it's a city in the clouds. That's the legit only thing in those special editions. The only time I'll give credit to those special editions is windows. Is the windows in Besman and Cloud City right? And but I honestly think for me the things that happen in Besman getting introduced to. Um, Lando, Lando Calrissian seeing like the immediate, you know, oh, I'm angry at Han. No, we're best buddies. And then I betray you. The, the meeting between Darth Vader and Han, the freezing in carbonite. The, I love you. I know um, sure. I'm your father. Cut off Luke's hand. I, it all happens in Cloud City. I do think it is very controversial that they have gone back and re-released a re-special edition and they have digitally CG Donald Glover's face onto... What? I was really Billy, Will, Billy D. Williams. I was really hoping you were going to say they updated a special edition and put blinds in the windows. <laughs> One <laughs> so more So you can't level. see outside. They did. Blinds. They did. They had a construction. <laughs> they digitally inserted a construction crew bricking up the windows. <laughs> <laughs> but the construction crew does not have like jack cameras or anything. It looks like guns. It's just flashlights. Yeah, it's just well because it doesn't. It can't look right. Like and then one of them looks like a terrible job of the hut. Sure, and then so, and then the worst. they CG'd Hayden Christensen. He just runs through and just stabs them all with the <laughs> lightsaber, which is what he did to my heart. Exactly. Um, ah, Hayden. So that was a 
that was that's a really good location. I like that a lot. Um, uh, I'm gonna say I mentioned her earlier in the podcast, but Maz Kanata's bar, yeah, from or her little like outpost, right? I guess is what it is. And honestly, if we're gonna have a seedy bar, like it's between for me Maz Kanata's and Moss Eisley Cantina. I don't know if I'd want both of them on a top five. I'll list. say the reason I like Maz Kanata's bar is because it's more than just the bar. Right. Like you actually kind of get to explore some of the tunnels underneath mm-hmm. it that hold like yeah. it's basically like what everybody is gambling there with. Yeah. It's like all of their treasure and riches down below it. But and then I you like also it. the surrounding area exactly. has these really cool like ruins. Yeah, and it's stuff. like in an old temple. And then which you just have a great. giant statue of Maz Kanata, right, which, which I'm awesome. totally in. And we get that character. So for me, I think Maz Kanata's Cantina actually outranks the Moss Eisley one. Yeah. Even though the Moss Eisley one has more iconic moments i mean come on you got the blue guy playing the sort of keyboard that's where han shot first yes yeah, where han shot first where my friend he doesn't like you you know i don't like you I either, don't like you either. <laughs> i mean it's it's the moss eisley cantina like it's it's epic and important but sure i think between the two i, I want to visit i want to visit more. better so I'm with you there. Um, I also really, really liked, and this is going to sound weird because it was really just a very short se- sequence, but I really liked that whatever that rebel camp was from the beginning of The Force Awakens that Kylo like oh. storms. And you've got like, it's this really beautiful. That's Jakku. Is that another part of Jakku? Yeah. Okay. Because remember, uh, it's just like a non-deserty part of Jakku. Yeah, it's just a village. Got it. Just like um, the other village where Simon Pegg works. Well, then I guess I like because, Jakku. Yeah, you Tatooine. like Jakku then. But I also loved the concept. Loved, loved, loved the concept of the crash star destroyer in the in the in desert. the desert. Yeah. And I was like, I want to that visit cool. that. Like that is just a cool. Yeah. For me, that was on the level of the visuals of seeing, like, the st- half-buried Statue of Liberty in Planet of the Apes. Uh-huh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just this really cool, like, like oh, I relic. never thought about yeah. what happens if a star- when a Star Destroyer crashes somewhere. Yeah. Like, there, of course there's Star Destroyer and, wreckage. And that scene is so amazing that Pacific Rim Uprising literally totally. steals it. <laughs> like, scene for scene. Yes. Um, um so I would say that okay, of we'll desert go, planets, we'll go specifically. I really like the wreckage of the yeah. Star Destroyer on Jakku. It's a Jakku. pretty cool. I think visually locale, that was yeah. super cool. Um, I, I don't know the name of it, but I, I don't think it should be on the top five list. But I at least want to mention it. But that island or the planet from the beginning of Rogue One, oh, where yeah. where her parents are hiding, yeah, like yeah, on yeah. that kind of like grassy, that grassy it kind of looked like the same planet. That uh, Luke Skywalker was hiding out on. Almost, but I think Luke's has more water. It's like all water and islands, sure. where that one looks like all farmland. Sure. I liked that one. I also really loved and I know um, I know Last Jedi is not your favorite, but I thought they had some really cool locales. I was about to throw one. Uh, go and, ahead. Well, what I was going to say is I, I'm of the ilk that actually didn't have a problem with the casino planet and think it's a pretty cool idea. Oh, no. No, no. I'm not saying the sequence was great. Sure. I'm saying the idea of that planet is cool because yeah. we don't see the elite a lot. Sure. Except for Coruscant. That was sure. political elite. This sure. is different. But crate. 
yeah the last planet the salt planet sure the salt diamond planet i thought was awesome sure i loved the element of how the um the pla- the 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 speeders worked with the balance with the balance beam i loved the crystal foxes um i i just thought that was a cool idea i thought it was a a clever way to kind of do a spin on hoth but make it a little bit more vibrant with and the red with and the red the red crystal just kind of sold it for me it was the idea that made it almost perfect i will throw up i didn't love a lot in in the last jedi as you know right but there were two Visuals. One of them's less of a location and, a, and is just a really I think cool I know visual. Which visual you're talking about. And the other is a location, and I thought it looked really awesome. And that is going to be uh, Snoke's Chambers, oh, where they have so, that yeah. fight, and it's just like shiny black everything with red. Like and then it was just, on fire. Yeah, that location. I thought Snoke's was yeah. super badass. I was super into right. Snoke's throne room. Can or I whatever guess that the was. visual? Yeah. Is it when uh, Laura Dern yep. z- punches it into <laughs> light speed into the Star Destroyer and everything just goes silent? Yeah. And then it's just like... That may be, and again, this might be hyperbolic, but that may be one of the best single shots yep. in the whole Star Wars I will, canon. I will say that that one, despite my thoughts on the rest of the movie, that scene... Like made my fanboy heart explode. Like I was like, oh my! One, it was a cool thing. Never thought about what would happen if you jump to light speed into another ship. If you use light speed as a weapon, that's crazy. Although I heard someone else talk. No, I think I heard it either on a podcast or I was talking to somebody. But they said something to me that I can't get out of my head now. And they said, as much as I loved Laura Dern's character in the Last Jedi. They said that that character and that arc should have been Lando's. And that would have been cool. Like Admiral Calrissian. Honestly, I'm going to take it a different direction. I love where you're going with that. I think that would have been a good end for General Leia. I also agree with that. I think if she helped everyone get off the ship and and then then sacrificed herself to help save the rebellion. I honestly kind of thought that's what they were going to do. And then Laura Dern would sort of take over that role for um, uh, uh, for for Carrie Fisher. Sure. I kind of thought that's what was going to happen up until the moment when Laura Dern like. Put but if we Fisher. are going to just shoehorn other characters in, I would have totally been fine with a Lando. Right. Like, think of that arc. So they're talking about this this warrior, this admiral who did all these great things in the war, and then it's introduced as Laura Dern. But what if it was introduced as Lando? Right. And then so we get to see him again. He gets reintroduced, and then he sacrifices himself to save the rebellion by flying a ship, which is what he was you know, known for right. before him and Han. And – it would almost bookend the we meet him and he deceives the rebellion and to sacrifice everything for it. That'd have been a cool. Well, end I for thought that character. he was going to end up being the Benicio del Toro character. That would have. I also thought for been sure when they were like, "There's a code breaker, a, a like no other, a master swindler, you know, thief." I was like, and "It's going to be Lando." I never guessed it'd be Justin Thoreau, or whoever the no, fuck it and was. then. And then they just happened to find and they Benicio del Toro. Benicio in. I would have been fine with Benicio del Toro being the guy that they ran. I mean, excuse me, 
Lando being the guy that they ran into in the prison. Right, and they weren't like, looking for him. He, just... It would have made sense for him to be on the casino yeah. planet, gambling, got himself in trouble, but he can help them. And then it would have also continued his arc and his character for him to double-cross them at right. the end for Again. money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, man, what if... Let his character just continue to be that character. I liked the uh, the Benicio Del Toro, the stutter that yeah. he kind of did. I, I liked that. I'll always love Benicio. But, man, if if it had been that darkness, he's like, I can break a code. And he leans forward, and it's Billy D. Williams. I'd have lost my shit. Exactly. Like, I'd have gone crazy. I will say that I think that would have redeemed The Last Jedi <laughs> a little bit for me. I still am not over flying Leia through space. I feel, I'm not into any of that jazz. I feel like um, I feel like he has to show up in Episode Nine, right? Like, we have to see an end to I don't know. I would like him. I feel to like show they up. set it up with Solo. Like they're bringing know. his character into the public forefront of knowledge again. So. Yeah, and then they're talking about I would doing hope. a Donald movie with with Lando. Yeah, the uh, what is the it? Fraser the Fraser of yeah, space. the Fraser of Star Wars movies. Let me see. What else do I have? I mean, you I, you said the Endor. I've said Scarif, yep. Bespin, or Cloud City. Yep. Um, what did you think of uh, the Gungan City? I think it's pretty. I think it's fine. Uh, I it's too CG for yeah. me. Which is another reason why I'm going to say this right now, and it's the exact same problem on the other spectrum. Sure. I love the idea of Coruscant. Sure. Like, the idea of an entire planet that is a city. Right. I think that's so interesting, and I would love to see it. But seeing it in the movie is like, oh, I never want to be here. Like, it, Sure. It looks like like the worst parts of Blade Runner. <laughs> sure. Like, And so, I don't know if I'd want it on the list, but it's, it's definitely a cool idea. It's definitely a good... A neat so let's for a so let's list it out. Okay, let's let's do the list. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna push. I think straight to the top or close to the top. I'm, we're gonna since we both had yeah. it. Cloud City. I think so too. Needs to be up near the top. I'm saying somewhere between let's three a, and one. Put a pin. Yeah, somewhere in there. Um, I I'm gonna push hard for the Sarlacc Pit. I I actually I agree with that. I think that's a really memorable recognizable right. location and set piece i would think i would say man i would say that that's three four ish for me yeah i would say four yeah. i'd feel I'm okay with i'd four. feel solid with a four and i think it's a big enough plot point it's a cool enough set piece right i'm, I'm fine with four um especially you know with it not being like a big planet sure or anything so let's go uh let's i'm gonna throw it back out at you again forest planet of indoor so indoor I'm gonna say specifically Ewok Village on okay. Endor. Okay, so now, now let's let's be, let's. I'm gonna be nerdy here, sure. if you don't mind. It's not Endor. It's the it's forest moon of Endor. But see, I thought it was called the forest moon of Endor, but it is Endor. It is Endor. I thought because it was, I thought no, it was a moon because that movie is called the Battle for Endor. Oh, that's true. I always I thought think it they was... just describe it as it's the forest moon. Of indoor, oh, well, like, then I always like misunderstood that. I always misunderstood that. I thought it was a moon orbiting indoor that was just a forest I'm gonna, moon. I'm gonna throw that out there, but let's see. I'm gonna. But you're right, though. The battle for indoor would have to have been take place on indoor, and and, it's and, and the Ewoks the are Ewok in village. It. Right. it has to be either they messed up the continuity, or I've just misunderstood it for years. Now we're totally likely we're that... hanging our hat on a Wilford Brimley starring Star Wars direct to video. <laughs> sequel so i'm not a hundred percent sure i don't know Um, if they really care that much about the continuity sure 
So um, you look that up. I'll, I'll name some others that I would like on the list. Um, I definitely agree with whatever it is, like whether it's the Ewok Village or whether it's the Moon of Indoor or Indoor itself. I think that one should be on there. Um, we didn't. Okay. okay. I have confirmation from the Star Wars Wikipedia. Oh, okay. And, and, and? That say Indoor is a forest moon. Okay. Oh, the forest moon Indoor. Right. Or like they call it. You're going to land on the forest moon of Indoor. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. you, you know, like it's I a description it. and then the title. So it's at least understandable that I have misunderstood it for years. Totally, because that's a weird way to say yeah. shit. You know, it I'm is. not going to say we're going to the the house of Q. Right. Yeah. The pop culture decorated room of writers. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. So, OK. So, yes, the forest moon Indoor. On the list somewhere, we can just let's put a pin up there so it's there. I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna push for it to be somewhere around like three ish. I would like it to be exactly three. Okay, so I think Sarlacc uh, three. Sar- I'm thinking Cloud City maybe two or one or one. I, because I don't know. I don't feel like you see enough of it to be one. I know, but I feel like the promise of it is great. Part of it for me, though, is everything of importance that. So you're talking there. about also like the the uh, carbonite freezing chamber that's there. Yeah, you're like talking about Cloud everything City. that happens on Cloud City. Yes, got it. That's not, so. I'm talking about Cloud City as the locale specifically, because yeah. Bespin is it's, not. Bespin is the planet. Yeah, I, I believe that's how I believe it. And then Cloud City is is. A cloud is a city is in, in the clouds of Bespin. Of, of Bespin. Yes, got it. That's how I. That's how I understand it. All right, so we're going specifically cloud city. Yes, got it. I, I, and I'm fine if it's five. Okay, I would really like Scarif on the list. I just think it's Scarif. Be- I think it's beautiful. I think the scenes there. I think the the way they film the battle of looking up at the ATATs. I have no problem with it being five. I just think it's beautiful. Yeah. Now, one thing we do have we haven't talked about this yet. Uh, Hoth. Is in there, you know. Hoth yep. is pretty important. We also have for me. Talked... Hoth is cool, but Hoth is just boring. It's just the snow. You know, it's not boring. What red snow? Darth Vader's lava planet. Yes, <laughs> number one. <laughs> I will say Darth Vader's lava castle. Yeah, that we finally get to see in. I would. I would say number two. I just, don't know. Just because it's only one scene I in the know, whole canon. But I feel like. I feel like it's one of those things because before then it was legend. You know what I'm saying? I know. It was like deleted scenes from right. Empire Strikes Back. It was like Back. George we- Lucas originally planned that he, that Darth Vader was supposed to reside okay. in a lava. It's like, hey, hey guys. guys, have you seen? Uh, I've got a lava planet. Ah, I'm Kermit the Frog. Yeah, gonna, uh, and, and Darth Vader's going to come down these stairs and there's going to be lava flowing down beside him. Hey, Steven, thanks. I think I I think your George Lucas impression is my favorite <laughs> voice that you have ever done. <laughs> well, then I'll I'll, I'll bring him back. It's, Please, uh, George, George Lucas presents. Everybody, welcome George Lucas to the show. Hi, hi everybody. I'm George Lucas. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to talk about Darth Vader's love plan. So Darth Vader's a bad badass, and he's in a lava flowing down the sides. Yep, I'm into hi it. Hi, everybody. I've been George Lucas. <laughs> I've been George Lucas. <laughs> tip, tip your waiters. <laughs> All right, this has been great. Goodbye. Take, take my wife like I take people's ideas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ouch! Shots have been fired, George don't, Lucas. Don't forget, I loved 
uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Okay, I've been George Lucas again. <laughs> I've enjoyed having sex with your childhoods. <laughs> goodbye. Oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> yes, but I have. <laughs> but I did it. <laughs> but I did it. Ha, ha, I'm gonna make all your guns into flashlights. Ha ha. We kind of, <laughs> we kind of sound like the weird voice that was given to Yoda in those bad lip reading. <laughs> yeah. Like we've kind of slipped into that where it's like, oh, the birds attacked my head. <laughs> oh no, Jedi scripts. <laughs> um. Okay. So wait. I I I I don't disagree with you. I know the lore. I. The only, my biggest problem is that it's only in that one little piece. But so is Cloud City. But Cloud City is like the whole third act. I know, but Empire Strikes you're not Back. seeing anything of it except for the inside of the well, wh- carbonite room. Except for, you know, you see the windows, you see Boba Fett stuff on the outside. But it's Lava Castle. I know, but I'm ta- I'm trying also trying to think of importance That's in the fair. Star Wars universe. I feel like Lava Castle needs to be on there. Oh, I agree. I think it's two. I'm pushing so for it to be... So you're thinking Cloud City is one? What would be a, the, a better, more important Star Wars location? I don't know if it's more important, but I would, there's a million places I'd like to visit before <laughs> I would visit cloud city really yeah i mean i love cloud city don't get me wrong i it's, sure i listed it too but i don't know that it's like the most if they were here's how i think of it if disney parks was to build a location right what would i want to visit cloud city sure not definite if i heard they were building a <laughs> lava castle <laughs> I am going to that. <laughs> also, if there was a potential that I could throw one of my children into a Sarlacc pit as a ride, I'm into it. I'm doing it. I am doing it. I'm doing it. it. Uh, if I could party with Ewoks in a weird treehouse village, into it. Like, all of these are locations that I, I feel like I could right. be transported Cloud City, I feel like it's fine. Most of it you would have to see from inside sure. a building looking out through windows that weren't even yeah. part of it until no. okay. the special edition. Well, okay, well, let me ask this then. This may clarify some things for me on how we're thinking about this. Okay. Your primary qualification, as I hear it, is a place in the Star Wars universe you would like to visit. Yeah. Oh, and we didn't, we've, we've left off Maz Kanata's bar. Yeah, well, okay, That's we, so we got to put that too. in there. We'll see. Okay, so here's my question. I'm kind of prioritizing the importance of st- within the Star Wars universe. I don't know that you can do that. Okay, so we have to go on I think it has to go on like but not visual only. but but just like the coolness the of, cool factor okay. of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, let's reorder the list. Okay. Because and I'm, I think Sarlacc may have to come off because I'm it, feeling like Kanata's, I'm feeling like Maz Kanata's bar needs to be on there. If we're not talking like scenes and set pieces yeah. and importance in the story, I would more rather visit and see Maz Kanata's bar than see the Sarlacc pit. Sure. Um, I would rather go and visit Scarif with the the big planetary Agreed. and all the beaches sure. so I can relax. Totally. More than That'd that be like too. a pleasure planet. Yeah, exactly. Got oh, it. I would love a pleasure planet. Scarif pleasure planet. It sounds like a pleasure planet. It does. Um, honestly, if we're going on cool factor alone, then yeah, Lava Castle's number one. Of course. I'm fine with Lava Castle being number okay. one. Okay. Um, Dar- specifically Darth Vader's yes, Lava Castle. Yes, Darth Vader's Lava Castle, number one. Number two, maybe Endor. 
That's what I'm saying. Ewok yeah. Village all the way. So baby. number two. Number two is, is Ewok, Ewok Village. Village on Endor. Number three is what did we say? Um, let me look at my list again. I feel like number three may be Maz Kanata's bar for me. I'd be. I'd be I don't okay know that it's that. it's as far down as number four because it was real cool looking and it there was, was like a cool, cool collection of people hanging out there that I'd love to get to know. Kanata's. I'm actually. I'm thinking out. number four. I'm gonna throw one out there that we haven't even discussed at all. Maybe the Death Star. Because the Death Star is just a cool idea. I just want to see like those balconies oh. that are like over like giant fleets of ships. What about um, oh, what's it called in Force Awakens? The Death Planet. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Star Killer Base. Yeah, Star Killer Base. That was pretty. Cool. I don't know, but that that was cool. But a lot of it you couldn't see. That's the true. reason I'm saying Death Star more so is because a lot of it is open, like inside. Like they have a bunch of cool catwalks, just I- like seeing giant like reactors and shit and i'm like i might put that as three three cool like to be on the death star yeah i'd be fine with that because that's that's above maz kanata's bar for me i would agree and just have stormtroopers marching around and like a tie fighter i mean uh yeah tie fighters like flying in and And out honestly you know we're talking cool factor here in a new hope the idea of a planet-sized spaceship that destroys other planets That's pretty fucking it's pretty rad that is metal cool. dude that's so metal and then i'm still going to push for scarif to be number 5 yeah i feel like scarif should totally beautiful. be that it is really pretty so um, this is what i have so i have one lava planet which it's like dim demgorgian or i forget the name of it you can look it up uh-huh. so number 1 is lava planet number 2 is specifically the ewok village on endor uh, number three is the Death Star. It's Mustafar. Mustafar. Um, and then uh, number four is Maz Kanata's bar. And number five is Scarif. Okay. So now are we forgetting? This is the thing that, that always happens to us. We'll forget something. Are we forgetting anything? So we've got a complete list? Mm-hmm. All five. I can read them back again. Yeah, read it one more time. Lava Planet, yep. Mustafar. Yep. Ewok Village, yep. Endor. Yep. Death Star. Mm-hmm. Maz Kanata's bar. Mm-hmm. And Scarif. That's pretty fucking good. It's it's a pretty pretty fucking good list. Now what I'm thinking though is like I don't want to forget. So many people are gonna say Tatooine. They're gonna be like, I want to see the double sun. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. Everybody. Nobody cares. You can get blue milk on other planets, and, and you can Tatooine. Sucks. You can go stand in the desert and pretend you see two suns. Right. Exactly. Squint your eyes. Two suns. You know what? Stand in the desert long enough without water, you'll see, you'll two, see suns two suns naturally. <laughs> For you don't sure. Even need, you don't and even then you'll need look like uh, Aunt Beru. Yeah. And afterwards. then you'll just be dead. Um, so do, so do that if you want tattooing on the list. Jakku and the the, the crashed Death Star, I think, is Man, cool. Man, that's so fun. That's so fun. Cool. Cool. It'll be like an honorable mention, maybe. That is so fucking cool. A tie? Uh, yeah, I feel like it should be an honorable mention. Okay. Well, officially, this will be our first official honorable I don't know that mention. we're missing anything else. I mean, the rest of the locations are pretty... Pretty standard. Yeah, like I, mean, I said, um, there was that what that rock planet on Rogue One uh, that the the secret base is on. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think, it's like there's not really anything else that I mean Hoth we've mentioned, but it's ice and snow. I think that's it. I think we did it. We did it. We fucking did it. We made it. I love it. Let's like uh, let's blast hyperspace into the writers' room. Ooh, let's do it. Let's see if we go slow mo and all the sound drops out. Ooh.
We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. <sighs> Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast. On Twitter at high the number five the podcast. Instagram at high five the podcast. Or on Letterboxd by searching high five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? No antidote for the poison you just drank? Maybe. See you next week. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.